Did you watch Laverne and Shirley? Did you? Oh, yeah. Did you, you like that one? I like Shamil that one. Shamazel. I like they lived in a basement. And I, I just, I, for some reason, I like that, that they lived in a uh, they lived in the basement. There. My favorite was Lenny and Squiggy. I mean, I liked the girls on the show, but Lenny and Squiggy were my favorite. Yeah, Michael McKeon and uh, Landers. Yeah, right. Um, Cindy Williams has passed away. And she was Shirley on Laverne and Shirley. She was 75 years old, brief illness. And um, she she came in. First time I remember seeing her was American Graffiti, the George Lucas movie. And I, I guess she did some other things, too. But um, then she did a... Uh, she and Laverne, Penny Marshall, did like a... A shot or two on on Happy Days as the girlfriends of Richie and and Potsy or Ralph or something or other, and then, then one or two of those things went so well that they said, "Well, let's spin this thing off," and so they did. They brought in Laverne and Shirley, and at one point it was beating Happy Days in the ratings in the 1970s and the 1980s. It was Michael McKeon and David Lander, and David Lander went on to become a um, a baseball scout. Remember that? Really? Yeah, he was a talent. Began working as a talent scout first for the Anaheim Angels and huh. then for the Mariners. He was a talent scout no, for the Squiggy. Ends. Yes. Or was he? Yeah, he was Squiggy, right? Yes. Squiggy was a talent scout for the Mariners. No wonder they stunk for all those years. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Um. The uh, uh, Cindy uh, Cindy Williams. Um, what else am I going to say? Oh. Uh, George Lucas asked her, when she was doing American Graffiti in the early 70s, George Lucas asked her and Ronnie Howard to audition for a movie called Star Wars. They're like, what? And he tried to explain it to him. She did actually audition for uh, Princess Leia, but of course that role went to, um, to Carrie Fisher. Uh, Dave Grohl is starring in a Super Bowl commercial for Crown Royal. How about that? Some teaser clips are already out on that. Yeah, I thought I missed the setup, but I guess you're not supposed to get it until the Super Bowl Sunday or something. Right. Yeah, they hand him a list of seemingly unrelated items, peanut butter, battery, trash bags, <clears throat> and then the replay. And then and then Dave finds out what those objects have in common, and then he tells you in the Super Bowl commercial. Isn't that like that Karnak bit from Johnny Carson where I he tells so. you what's in the envelope before he looks at it? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Eddie Murphy says, hey, bring me Shrek 5. Let's go. He says, I am ready for to do Shrek 5. So he You wants- may have seen the house fly. You may have seen the super fly. But I know you ain't never seen a donkey fly. Yes. He said, I'd do it in two seconds. Well, they got to get Mike Myers, obviously, back in on the uh, the deal. And Mike Myers, I was listening to an interview the other day with... He uh, has been out of sight, out of mind. He, he has been. But, you know, he was the, the original Shrek was uh, Farley. Chris, Chris Farley, yeah. He had, he had taped, he had recorded like 75% of the audio for Shrek. They were practically all done. And it takes, of course, it takes years to do that. It was over the course of a number of years. And when Farley was doing it, he was like, what is, is this thing even going to, is this going to be any good? What is this? Um... But then he did, you know, then he died and they thought they might have had enough audio to do the movie. But then they figured, well, what if we want to do yeah. a sequel? <laughs> you know, 
So, and you can go on YouTube and you can find. I've seen, I've heard a couple of them. Yeah, it's. I kind of like I'm Mike Myers better. Yes, you know? because of the there's an accent. Yeah. Whereas Chris Farley Shrek is Chris Farley, <laughs> which is funny, but yeah, Mike Myers brought something extra to it. And then Mick and Keith are recording in the Bahamas. First set of original material since 2005. These 80-year-old guys or near 80-year-old guys are in the studio. According, uh, according to reporters, they arrive at the studio every day at 6 p.m. and leave around midnight. How about that? Wow, for 80-year-old dudes. Guys are still, still doing it, still getting it done. And uh, so, you know, if they're going to put together... New music, they're going to want to go out there and play it at some point. Brad and John, 92.9, KISM, Stone.